This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this Free-for-all Friday, the original Free-for-all Friday. And as always, there is a lot to talk about. As you've been hearing in Bob's news, the alarms are sounding over this newly detected variant uh, that was first found in South Africa. Now, UK is among at least 10 countries that have now banned flights from the countries of concern in southern Africa. And here at home, we don't know what our government is going to do, but uh, the opposition conservatives and the conservative government here in Ontario are calling on Ottawa to do the same, to ban those flights and also to reintroduce point-of-arrival testing for everybody who comes to the country uh, in a big effort to try to stop that variant from landing here. There's a lot we don't know about it. We don't really know whether it's vaccine-resistant. It may be or it may not be. And uh, we know that in South Africa, it's transmitting very quickly. But we also know that in those places, uh, the vaccine coverage is not very big, which is why a lot of people have been saying throughout the piece that we have to get the world vaccinated and that if we don't, uh, there will be things like this happening. So what do you say? What do you think? Uh, Should we immediately step in to ban those flights as other countries are doing? And should we reintroduce point of arrival testing for everyone? I mean, all of this is happening as we're about to enter the holidays. People want to gather with family. The number of cases in Quebec has exceeded a 1,000 for the first time since May. Here in Ontario, the numbers are rising, though we're still in good shape. It was something over 700 today, but that's still higher than it's been for a while. So um, what do you think about all that? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Also this week, we learned that the optometrists are back at the table with the government and they have paused their job action. So I'd like to know, we heard from people who could not get an appointment. Have you been able to get an appointment with an optometrist? Uh, Either did you get in already or did you at least put something on the calendar? Okay, we are going to get right to the phones. Let's go to Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Good afternoon. You had uh, yesterday, I believe, the transport person uh, and a lot of pushback about being vaccinated. I think with this latest news coming out today from other parts of the world, 
we have to make it, we have to tighten up and make people uh, where we can make them be vaccinated and or if you're not vaccinated, there's going to be a limited amount of health care. Uh, I know the, the, the argument's been made that this is akin to smoking uh, and we don't you know, go against people who are smoking. But people who are smoking don't spread diseases. And, um, you know, I guess I would com- compare what we've got right now more like what, the way we treated HIV and anybody who spread HIV was in serious problems. So I, th- I think it's nice to test at the airport, but that is not really going to solve our problem. We have to get everybody vaccinated and use whatever measures we can to get there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of of the truckers, and I know there are warnings that there are thousands of truckers who don't want to be vaccinated. But, you know, um, once their livelihood is on the line and, you know, whatever happens here, I don't think that anything we say is going to convince the American government to remove that restriction. That's fine. But, you know, my answer to, to the truckers is too bad, so sad. I mean, we're not killing people with the vaccination. And, you know, then at the same time, they if they do get the disease, they expect that they should get, uh, you know, full treatment. And, you know, I, I mean, it just isn't quite the same as smoking, as I say. This is a much more cause and effect uh, type of uh, disease. And, um, you know, I think we have to apply it because these people are costing us all money. That's that's the bottom line. And our health. And uh, our health, yes. Anyway, yeah, great show. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks, Pat. Okay, Clay and Ajax also wants to talk about those truckers. Hi, Clay. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. I was a short-haul and a long-distance uh, trucker, and the first thing you do when you arrive at your destination is you meet with a shipper or a receiver, depending on whether you're picking up or dropping off. And the next thing you want to do is you want to go to the bathroom. And if you're going to be there for a long period of time, Libby, you're going to find out where the cafeteria is. You're going to be there having a coffee and talking to uh, the people in the cafeteria. Like I say, as a, as a past driver, I think by all means all the drivers should be vaccinated. No ifs, ends, or buts. Um, yep. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, I would tend to agree with you. We heard pushback yesterday, but, you know, and especially with this concerning new variant... Uh, you know, this is this is a done deal. Right now, uh, both sides of the border, both governments want them to be vaccinated. So I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah, like I can't understand why they're fighting back. I mean, even in their own personal lives, I mean, they go home every night. They've got wives, children. You know, like what's going on? Don't they? I don't know. Are they are they all idiots? I mean, most truck drivers I thought were reasonable people, at least the ones I've come in contact with in my last fifty-five years or so. Yeah. Um, if, again, they're saying it's a small percentage, but uh, you, you know what? I think that the the people who are left <clears throat> are kind of diehard anti-vaxxers, but it still remains to be seen how many of them would give up their livelihood. You're right. Another thing, Libby, is that these people demonstrating that the hospital is not. Take the health cards away. Okay, you guys, you guys are tough. What can I say? <laughs> Clay, thanks for your call. Okay, Merry Christmas, Libby. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let us go to Jennifer in Toronto. And Jennifer, you have family in South Africa. Hello, Libby. Yes, Hi. thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, I do. I was actually born in Zimbabwe and lived most of my life in South Africa. I, in fact, just spoke to my brother this morning. And uh, things are really in a bad way. And my whole concern is that 
um, they're way behind in the vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, Gatang, I think, is only 20%, and the rest of South Africa is 2%. Um, so, you know, I've said to him, you know, the, um, the strategy that we use in Canada is working so well. And also there's possibility of getting more vaccinations out to South Africa as well as ICU equipment. Because he was saying, you know, if it really goes like wildfire, they have major, major problems. Um, the other thing is also whether the people there, you know, there's not an educational system like we have here telling everybody, look, it's not going to harm you, it's, you know, for the best. And, you know, go around to the people and really discuss it with them because many are anti-vaxxers. As I said, there's only 2% in the whole country. So, you know, as it is sort of the hub and the hot red spot, the hot spot at the moment, I honestly feel that, you know, the first world countries, Canada, the United States, uh, UK, I agree to ban the flights, but they need help. They really do. Uh, so you agree to ban the flights, yes. And and you know what? Um, a lot of the doctors and epidemiologists that we talk to frequently here, they've all been saying, we have to vaccinate the world. Yes, and, I, I totally agree. And it it seems like, well, certainly in this part of the world, there is now not a shortage of vaccines. Right. Yeah. So let's hope that uh, help gets there. But uh, also, you know, I think we saw at the very beginning with China, right. uh, the f- some flights were banned in the United States from China. Here there was a bit of a hue and cry about it and, and you know, it came into the country. So it mm-hmm. seems to make sense that banning those flights would be a good move. Um, we haven't heard anything from Ottawa just yet, except from right. the opposition. <laughs> yes. And how is your family doing? Are they vaccinated? They are vaccinated. <clears throat> My brother has just had um, his second stage cancer. So he's, you know, he doesn't have a very strong immune system. Um, however, they all are vaccinated. But, you know, he was saying the only thing they can do is go down to uh, a shutdown, a complete shutdown as they did a year and a half ago. Uh, my niece is also in the travel industry and that's completely shut down. So, you know, I, I think it's a case of, you know, trying to really save their economy. Um, is say, okay, let's get the vaccinations to them, get the ICU, ICUs going, get them all the equipment so they do get sick, you know, um, and really promote vaccination to the people. They, they need that. Jennifer, thank you very much for your call, and we wish you all the best and, and all the best to your family. And, and um, yeah, Thanks, what else can we say? Okay, thanks for that. Okay, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We've been hearing a lot about this very worrisome, worrying new variant. So what do you think? Should we take that first step and ban flights from the countries of concern, uh, most of which are in southern Africa? About 10 nations have already done that. Uh, The Ford government is also calling for point-of-arrival testing for everybody, no matter where you're coming from. Uh, and or do you think uh, that is not necessary or that it won't work? Uh, we're seeing this in South 
Africa, we really don't know very much. We don't know if it's vaccine resistant. We know that over there it is transmitting very quickly and a very small part of that population is vaccinated. So we need to help them get vaccinated. So the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. We also had a couple of calls about uh, truckers being vaccinated. We were talking about that yesterday with industry representatives, and they were talking about how the supply chain would uh, have worse problems, and we'll see shortages if we insist on that. But at this point, is it safe to allow truckers to go back and forth without being vaccinated when, you know, there are plenty of vaccines available for them? Right now, both governments, Canadian and American, are saying, yeah, they have to be vaccinated. So um, I say we see how that plans out because usually when there's a threat, um, people often decide in favor of having a livelihood. And if you're a trucker, it's a pretty good livelihood. So let us go to Hazel and Acton. Hello, Hazel. Hi, Libby. I didn't hear the first few minutes of your of the show today, but you um, were asking people who to share their uh, getting into an optometrist experience. Yeah, my I'm not, but my husband is over sixty five, and we have an amazing story. We called on Wednesday. He was having um, eye issues that were very concerning. They uh, quickly got him in to an appointment yesterday morning. And um, they immediately sent a recommendation um, reference uh, to a specialist um, in another uh, city not far from us. Um, that ophthalmologist's office called us within hours and had us come in yesterday afternoon. Now, it made for a very long day. We arrived at their office at 4 we left the, their local hospital at 9 last night. Mm-hmm. But all of that was because people um, were, you know, they are seeing those 65 and over. They are trying to prioritize them. And the ophthalmologist was extremely concerned and insisted on blood work immediately to check to see that it wasn't, she was concerned it was um, a very critical situation with his eye and, and the blood work, um, thankfully, showed that um, it, it wasn't as critical. We didn't need immediate um, medical attention. And he goes back to see her again this afternoon. And I just want to call out to um, those who've been waiting, be patient with your optometrist. And um, I'm very, very thankful for the optometrist that we see here in our little town and I completely understand their situation and support their um, work action and I'm really hoping and praying that the government um, steps up to the plate and is offering something worthwhile. Well, Hazel, I'm very glad that your husband got seen. Um, that uh, situation could have turned out a lot worse uh, if they had not uh, 
paused their job action. So I'm very glad that you got in and that he got seen and he's getting care. And, and you know, it, it must be something. I'm, I'm glad that it's not urgent, urgent. But if he's already going back so fast, it, it's something obviously that has to be looked after. And I'm glad it is getting looked after. And thank you for sharing your story with us. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I think I would encourage the elderly people because I have a we we have an elderly parent whose appointment in December had already been canceled because of the work action and is having some very critical um, eye issues as well. I would just encourage any of the people who are in that sixty five and over who are having issues or are due for an appointment. But if you're having issues call their offices. They really are working very diligently, um, all of their staff, to get those, the, you know, to try to prioritize the, the most urgent ones and get them in as quickly as they can so that, I mean, eyes are important. Oh, ex- absolutely. Hazel, thanks for your call. Uh, we are going to take a break. Now, before we go to break, let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. We've been talking a lot about this new variant and whether we should ban flights from Southern Africa where this variant has been discovered. The Ford government is also calling for a return to point-of-arrival testing for passengers no matter where they're coming from. Do you think that is a good idea? Also, we just heard from Hazel. Her husband got in to see an optometrist and then a referral to an ophthalmologist for uh, what appeared to be a uh, ur- an urgent situation. So we want to hear from you about that and, and about whatever else you want to talk about. What about the truckers? Should they be vaccinated? That is what it the mandate says now. And uh, there's been some pushback against that. What do you think? Again, before we go to break, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We'll be back on the other side of the break. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and there is a lot to talk about. We've just been hearing about this new variant, and by the way, it looks like the markets are going to take a beating because of the worry about this variant. Uh, Hopefully uh, that beating will be overblown and it'll come back. But, uh, you know, um, climbing a wall of worry, that's how uh, that is often described. Uh, And again, uh, the question is, should we ban flights from the countries of concern? About 10 other countries have already done so. Let's take a call from Mike in Toronto. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing today? Fine, how are you? Good, thank you. you got a couple quick points about the topic. Uh, first off, I think everybody needs to realize that just because these 
uh, this variant has been discovered in Africa, that doesn't mean that that's where it came from, right? Yep. Um, that's just where it's been sequenced by the scientists there, and uh, thankfully they found it. And But this has also been found in Israel and Belgium this morning, and I, I, it's pretty much almost a guarantee that it's already here. Um, so... With that, you know, I think what we're going to have to do, the only way to really stop this thing is to prevent uh, people from getting together. That's the only way to really prevent this. So we have the government to, that wants to do restrictions again. That's the only way to really prevent it, especially considering that they're saying that this variant is, uh, I think, four times more um, contagious than the Delta. But we're going to find more information out as the days go on. Um, you know, another point I want to make before I, I go here is, uh, you know, I know a lot of people in this province and in this country have been, you know, really pushing for booster shots and they're going after their third shot. A lot of people have already had their third shot. I hope these people all understand that by them having the third shot means absolutely nothing to end this pandemic. Those third shots should be going to countries like Africa because the only way we're ending this is if every country in this world gets vaccinated. Thanks for your time. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Mike makes... A lot of good points, and it's true that uh, the virus was sequenced in South Africa. It doesn't mean that it originated there, but it probably did originate from that region. In Israel, they found uh, their first case from a, a tourist from Malawi, I think it was. It was another country in that region. So likelihood it comes from there. And he is absolutely right. Because when you have unvaccinated populations, that's where the variants can spring up. And the vaccination rate in Africa is really, really low. I'm not sure it's a zero sum game that if we didn't have the boosters here, uh, it would help them get vaccinated. I don't know that uh, the supply is an issue now. And then, you know, if, if those boosters are already here, uh, the question is, how long are they going to keep and all of that? So, um, yep, but he raises some very important questions. And we've been hearing that for a very long time. We have to vaccinate the world. And if we don't, there's a danger of all these new variants. And that's what seems to be happening now. Uh, so again, what do you think? Should we close our uh, uh, should we ban flights from those countries? Do you think that'll help? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Outa. Am I pronouncing your name right in Richmond Hill? No, Utah. Utah. Okay. Hi, Utah. <laughs> Hi. Um, I haven't, uh, I've received my two vaccinations but I haven't heard anything about the uh, their Pfizer, whether I should get a booster shot. Uh, well, it depends on uh, how how old you are. I'm 78. Uh, so, yes, you can get a booster shot as long as you are at least uh, 168 days out from your second shot, which is five and a half months. One six. Five and a half. Okay. Now, now where would I go to uh, get that shot? Um, well, uh, any number of places. Uh, you're in Richmond Hill. I mean, you can you could probably get it at a pharmacy, or I know that Humber River has clinics. Uh, you you have to sort that out. But um, so once or, you're or at a hundred, go to York Region and find out there, maybe. Yep. But okay. once once uh, they're pretty strict about the interval, though. So. Yeah. So good for I'll you. I'll figure that out. Thank you very much. You're very and have welcome. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Okay. 
I'm going to take a call from Angie and Aurelia, even though I don't know that I can answer your question. Hello, Angie. I, I don't know that it's a question exactly, but it did get my ire up. I read in uh, the paper yesterday. I get Toronto paper every day. I love Toronto. I used to love Toronto. Um, Mr. Trudeau's government has decided to open the illegal border crossing at Rockham, south of Montreal. It is open now, and it is not required for these illegals to prove that they are COVID-free. They're able to make a claim. A refugee claim, and uh, that's not a slam dunk. But, uh, yep, the federal government lifted the ban on Sunday and uh, cited the improving public health situation and the reopening of the land border. Uh, all of those things which uh, might be reviewed given this new variant. Uh, so, again... We're talking about this new variant, and unfortunately, we don't know enough about it. It was sequenced in South Africa. They shared the information with us as quickly as they could. What they are finding there is that it is very highly transmissible. There is a question about whether it is resistant to the vaccines or whether the vaccines work on it. And, of course, one of the big complicating factors is that mm, uh, there aren't many people vaccinated in South Africa. It's a small number. So what do you think? Should we close our borders? Should we ban flights from Southern Africa? That's where uh, other countries have discovered the cases they have. It's a small number of cases, but it is very worrisome. The markets are taking a hit because of it. Uh, And, uh, you know, we're heading into the holidays. Things were going pretty well. And this is, you know, it's a bummer. What can I say? A very big bummer. Uh, The numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. And let's hear from Frank in Brampton. Hello, Frank. Hello? Hi. Uh, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, your, 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 your comment, I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, yeah, um, uh, it's not fantastic, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, we should be proactive. Um, you know, you're, the, the federal government, people are never going to agree whether when we first experienced this uh, back in March and April to close the border. Everybody said the government didn't act in enough time. I think this time we know what's happened. We know it's uh, the fourth wave here. We have to be proactive, and the border should be closed for flight. And that's not even just from Africa, because we know more than likely it's probably in other countries, and we've got open borders, and we got to nip it in the bud. People aren't going to like it, but uh, we need to be proactive. Okay, Frank, thanks for that. Yeah, there was quite a bit of noise on that line, but we uh, certainly 
got the drift of what Frank was saying. He's saying he agrees the border should be closed to those countries in order to try to keep it out. Um, do you agree with him? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We've got Lynn in Stony Creek. And Lynn, you want to talk about coyotes. Yes, I do. And um, there's, there's, there is a thing called um, uh, your habitat. Like your house is your habitat, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you take away an animal where they lived, they're going to come into your property because that's where they lived. It's loss of habitat. The very same as if your house burnt down, where are you going to go? Right. That's right. So it's the very same as this coyote. They're going to encroach on your property because it would have been probably a while ago, a long time ago, before those houses were there. It was their property, not the houses. Uh-huh. Yeah, there, there are other reasons as well, like abundant food uh, that people leave around. But, um, yeah, so what are you saying? Well, they should know better than to leave food around. They're going to, the animals are going to come and get it. But when I they, agree with but, that. But like I said, when those houses weren't down, they had lots of food. Okay, so... Now um, they've got to go looking for it. Okay, so so uh, what's the bottom line? Um, oh, I have no idea what the bottom line is, but, you know, when you're a conservationist, you know, think, it's like that, that new highway were up in the... Um, uh, were the 403 or something, 407 or something? That's, that's all, that's a, that's a conservation area. And they want to put a highway through it? A lot of people, yes, are opposed go. to that. Lynn, thanks for your call. That is a whole other question. Happy to take calls on it. Uh, Highway 413 and the Bradford Bypass uh, and whether or not that is encroaching on the Oak Ridges moraine and very, very fertile land. Let's go to Louise in Toronto. Hi, Louise. Hello. Great show, Libby. Thank you. Um, I think we should be proactive and ban flights from South Africa, try to get this thing under control. Wonderful news. As of last week at UHN, we had one patient in the ICU and two on the floor that had COVID. That's among all the conglomerates of hospitals that belong to UHN. So I think that's absolutely wonderful news. And the reason why it was like that is because we took all precautions. We made sure everybody had the vaccines and everything. And we did everything. And now it's down to just one or two people in the house, in the whole of UHN. And that's what I want to say. By doing good things like that, we make progress. I'll hang up now and listen to your radio. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, well, um, we've already had a couple of calls from people who are saying, yep, we should ban flights from those countries. We should be proactive and see how things work out. And uh, I'm looking to see, are other people agreed with that or not? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm going to take a call from Bert in Milton. Hello, Bert. Good afternoon. I'm uh, one of these anti-vaxxers, Libby. Okay. And uh, I feel that um, 
I'm an, uh, like a leper that everybody blames the people who aren't vaccinated for this uh, virus. Well, uh, that, that's how it spread. A, a lot of us can't take these vaccines for many different health reasons. Well, the, the authorities say that only very few people can't take them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and I know you think otherwise, but uh, that's what the authorities say. So are, are, you, do you, are you getting a lot of flack? Well, of course, everybody is uh, deathly afraid that uh, because uh, uh, we are not vaccinated that we're spreading the disease. Well, this is uh, not so. Uh, the, the shot is a possibility of killing us. Oh, okay. So, I'm, Bert, I'm going to stop you because that is total misinformation and that I will not allow. I'm happy to hear from people that they don't want it. That's your opinion for you, but you can't spread misinformation about the vaccines. Uh, so, yes, and, and the fact is that it is now, according to all the scientific evidence we have it, it here, it's mostly a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So if people don't want to be around you, that's the reason, because the evidence is unvaccinated people are getting sick and are spreading it. Uh, there are what we call breakthrough cases. It happens mostly in older people who are immunocompromised or who have other issues, other health issues. But there you go. Okay. Where are we going to next? Uh, let's go to Jill in Niagara. Hello, Jill. Where are we going to next? Um, Jill? Hello, Jill. Okay, there's an issue there. And you know what? The clock is telling me that it's time for another break. So let's take another break. The numbers to call before we go to break, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We will be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. There's a lot to talk about today, and we are talking about and, frankly, worrying about this new variant that's just been discovered. It was sequenced in South Africa, where a very small percentage of the population is vaccinated. And the question is, should we ban flights from that part of the world? Uh, uh, We have a lot of opinions on that. Ten countries, at least ten countries, have already done that, trying to keep this variant out. It looks to be highly transmissible, but again, their population is largely unvaccinated, and that is a serious problem. The other thing we don't know is that is it resistant to our vaccines, or do our vaccines work against it? So let's get right to the phones. Let's go to Lawrence in Mississauga. Hello, Lawrence. Uh, good morning or good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Um, clearly, we 
did not respond as a country. Uh, we were too lax in the at the outset, allowing flights from China, etc. Uh, we have learned our lesson, I hope, and we will close those borders immediately to restrict passengers from arriving from countries where there's a this potent virus that is going to kill people in our own country here. Um, the same position I hold with respect to Trudeau opening that border to allow asylum seekers in who are unvaccinated should not happen. They must reverse that decision. I would hope they would do that immediately. Okay. Lawrence, thanks for your call. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing how quickly the situation can change. One day, it looks like we are really, really, really in great shape. The holidays are coming. The number of cases is really low. A huge percentage of the population is vaccinated. And then kaboom, we have this new variant. And it just goes to show that what we've been hearing from a lot of the experts is right. We have to vaccinate the world. Uh, We cannot just concentrate well we could concentrate on our own populations but we have to vaccinate the world otherwise it's going to be very difficult to put an end to this horrible thing so let us go to brian in toronto hi brian hey libby thanks for taking my call i listen to you every day i don't i I can't call every day but i love your show (laughs) thank you um i i think what you just said is really the case it's not just about vaccinating our country this is a this is a humanity a humanity problem this isn't a a a country one country or another country so i think that we need to really take on this global village and you know it takes you know a village to build or whatever that expression is and we really need to vaccinate countries that are not readily vaccinated because it's the only way back to the new normal. Um, And the the other gentleman that called a moment ago, and you correctly pointed out, that those who actually have legitimate medical exemptions for vaccination, the the numbers are minuscule. And the science is is overwhelming. Vaccination is the only way we're going to have a new normal. Uh, Yep. That is exactly right. Okay. Uh, Is that Brian? Brian, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you're still here. Okay. Uh, Anything else you uh, wanted to tell us? No, no. I I just wanted to, because you you hear this this misinformation. Uh, Vaccinations are going to make you sterile or vaccinations are going to... I'm double vaccinated. I was very fortunate to qualify early as my mom at the time was living in Baycrest. And as a caregiver, I qualified very early on. Now, my partner, my fiance, uh, got her booster shot two days ago. She had AstraZeneca. And although she's only 61, she was able to get her booster shot. And I say, as soon as I, it's available to me, I roll up my sleeve and say, thank you. So I think that we gotta, we got to get this misinformation cleared up. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm waiting for, I also got AstraZeneca, waiting for my booster shot, probably in a couple well, of weeks. But, well, she just uh, walked into Shoppers Drug Mart and they, she, she showed him her her, uh, her vaccination um, document that said two doses of AstraZeneca. She said, yep. She said, okay, yeah, I have your health card. And they gave it to right on the spot. No appointment necessary. Just walked in. Yeah, Shoppers but you Drug have Mart. to wait 168 days. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, she was past 168. You're, you're correct. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Brian, have a nice weekend. Stay safe. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. All right. 
Yes. So, um, so far, we've heard from people who think that we should be closing our borders to the countries of concern. That would be countries in southern Africa. This new variant was sequenced in South Africa. And as I said, thank goodness that they shared the information with us. We still don't know a lot about it, but uh, people are worried. Let's go to Kathy in Niagara. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Libby. Um, I'm just calling because I'm I'm really depressed about this virus. It should be over by now if, if people would get their bloody needle. Uh, I don't know how we're ever going to get out of it when we live next door to a country that all they believe in is conspiracy theories, and they think it's a hoax, the virus, and they're spreading that around. You know, like, it just it's just awful. Well, there are a lot of people who believe that, but certainly the government of the United States, Dr. Fauci, they they don't believe that. And uh, I've got to tell you, I just came back. I was in New York for kind of a a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, in New York, which is very different from places like Florida and Texas, so uh, people were masking. They were very good about masking, and they were very good about uh, showing, uh, looking at vaccine passports anywhere you wanted to go, a restaurant, a museum, whatever. Uh, the only thing that was a little, you know, hard to get used to is that there are crowds in New York. It was right before their Thanksgiving. Right. But but people were really very, very good about it. Uh, I think probably just as careful as we are here so so it's it's you can't put them all in one basket but yeah that's a big problem i think i have i have a granddaughter living in the states and she was supposed to come home at christmas time and she's not coming home so i asked her mother why not and she said well because she's not vaccinated and i goes well why isn't she vaccinated and she goes because she's pregnant she doesn't want to lose the baby do you know how many hundreds of babies have died because of that virus? And I goes, I haven't heard of one. Well, as, as a matter of fact, on the contrary, uh, what the authorities are saying is that uh, getting COVID is very dangerous for pregnant women. I know, but you and can't they... tell these people. They're, I don't know what's wrong with them. They're, they're uh, Trumpers or something. They're, they don't well, listen to the facts. They just go by whatever's on the Internet and all the lies. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that that's happening in your family. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's another important thing to tell people is that the recommendation is that if you're pregnant, you really, really should get vaccinated. I mean, everyone should, but mm-hmm. especially because it is especially dangerous. And we saw, you know, we've seen some cases of, of young women, pregnant women who died yeah. of COVID. Well, Not, you, you yeah. can't tell people anything if they don't want to listen, you know. That's a very good point. You can't tell people anything if they don't want to listen. Kathy, thank you for your call. Have a nice weekend. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, Christine in Whitby. Hi, Christine. Hi there. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been listening to what's been going on, and um, I I text my sister-in-law in in, uh, South Africa. She's just um, outside Cape Town, and she got right back to me and said that they just got the news about the new variant today, too. Um, They've all been vaccinated. Now, my niece is coming back from school. Uh, She lives 
away during the week and then comes home. Um, and so she's just saying that they're all going to hunker down and ride the wave. Um, and just hoping that everybody in Canada is well. Okay, well, that's good that, that your family is vaccinated because really it's a very small percentage of that population. Well, I, I was going to say they're all educated, and, and I think that has a lot to do with it too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so anyway, I'm glad they're, they're well, and I just, uh, I just thought since it was the topic that I would give you a shout. Okay, well, uh, thanks. I'm glad to hear from people who have uh, family that they're worried about in these places. And so far, both of our callers with family in South Africa, their family is doing fine, and their families are vaccinated, and I know that is not the case with everyone. Christine, No, thanks. that's for sure. That's for sure. So anyway, thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. Yeah, so um, that is the situation. We are very fortunate here, I have to say that. We really, really are. You know, our whole vaccine campaign started late. We were way behind most of the other Western countries. But we have caught up now. And we have a very, very large percentage of our population that is vaccinated. And a lot of us are waiting for our booster shots, whether you're over 70, whether you're immunocompromised, or uh, even uh, if you just got two shots of AstraZeneca like I did and members of my family did, uh, you've got to wait 168 days and you get a booster. Okay, let's go to Dan in Brampton. Hello, Dan. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I guess my daughter, she lives in Johannesburg, South Africa, and they're all, every, everybody in her family is all double vaccinated. Good. And she has tickets for the 30 December to come visit for Christmas. Uh-huh. But we're hoping she gets to come, but she may not. We haven't seen her in three years. Oh, dear. So it would it'd be nice, but what do you do? What do you do? And um, yeah. have you spoken to her since this news broke? Oh, yeah, broke? she called this morning because they just found out this morning. And then I see Doug Ford figures that we should close the borders. But, you know, I think she says that there's seven cases out of 12 million that, have, that are the variant. Uh, really? Um, yeah, well, I... that's, that's why well, she lives there. And that's so out of so the so the, so the new variant was only seven cases out of the the population of uh, Johannesburg of about twelve million people. Uh, okay, I don't. I I saw some other statistics, but I I don't know for sure. So yeah, I'm so sure anyway, we'll all be had, but, we'll but. be following all following that very closely. So what are oh, they yeah. going to do? They're going to lock down. Well, they're well right now. Like you know, they can't. You can't fly to the UK or to the EU. So she's hoping that she can fly through Switzerland, but we'll see. Yeah, um, uh, I think uh, they may end up having the holidays at home. Thanks very much for yeah. your call, okay. Dan. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, Al in Scarborough. Hello, Al. Hi, Libby. Um, yeah. Um, a couple of issues that I noticed myself, whenever I'm out shopping, a lot of people are not following guidelines. So the lines are marked out for them, you know, to social distance. It's not happening. I constantly have to be asking people, can you please stay behind the line? 
And also another issue is I see so many people at work and even when I'm shopping, they're actually pulling down their mask when they have to sneeze or cough. And I think people who do not have good hygiene practices are also responsible for helping to the spread of this virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are people, some people don't wear their masks properly. That's right. That's right. But, I mean, they're actually pulling down the mask whenever they have to sneeze or cough. Well, yeah, I know. It can be pretty nasty to sneeze into your mask. Yeah, but that's just a matter of um, replacing the mask. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, the moment you pull the mask down, even if you have a cold, you're you're going to be spreading the virus, right? Uh, well, if you have the virus, uh, yeah, that's, um, th- that's the reason for the mask. And all of this just goes to show us that we still have to be doing that stuff, wearing our Absolutely. masks and keeping some distance and, and all of that. It's not completely over. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I thank you very much, Libby. Okay, thanks, Al. Have a good weekend. Yeah, so uh, the way things stand now, we are waiting for more information about this new variant. Uh, the main thing that we really want to know is do the vaccines work against it? Uh, we have heard that it is actually more transmissible perhaps a lot more transmissible than the Delta virus, which was contagious, is contagious enough. And the thing that we are all grappling with right now is, should we close our borders to the countries of concern, what they're calling the countries of of concern, the countries in southern Africa, uh, the the virus was just sequenced in South Africa. We've actually been hearing about it for a couple of days, uh, but, you know, the solid news came out today. The virus was sequenced in South Africa, and uh, we know that Israel's first case came from a tourist who came from Malawi. Uh, so uh, they have closed their borders. About 10 countries have Here at home, the opposition is calling on the Trudeau government to do the same, to close our borders to travelers from southern Africa. And uh, the Ford government also saying do the same and also saying bring back point of arrival testing for everyone, no matter where they are coming from. And I'm just looking at the clock here. And that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. I'm Libby Snymer. I'll be back here Monday. Everyone, have a great weekend. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.